of amazing and really confusing acronyms. You did double A-R-C-H-A, uh, not I dropped an A. a. We forgot. Remember, we started when we were making it, and we said we didn't have the association in there. So That's what you were going off. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Nice I'm try. We're, we're all good. <laughs> I could even edit it in if you wanted Ooh, to. Yeah, I just, just like, that. hey. She or association. Association. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam Renshaw here with Jenny McPherson. Hello. Abel Baker. Hey, Adam. <laughs> um, I think it'd be awesome. Why did we do this? Why did we come up with this for the, our listeners? The Association of Amazing and Really Confusing Healthcare Acronyms? Yeah. What, what kind of issues do we have with those darn acronyms? Well, if you've ever been to a clinic or if you've ever worked in healthcare for any amount of time, you know that people talk in acronyms. It's <laughs> right, terrifying yes. when you first uh, start. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a little different in healthcare. It's very, it can be very confusing. When I first started, I went to a Cover Montana Summit in Helena and um, they nipped it in the bud right away. Basically, they prefaced the whole meeting by one of the things they said was, we're going to be throwing out acronyms. If you don't understand it, here's what you do. And he like, had a little symbol that you could throw up with your hands. And it was like a gang sign. Mm-hmm. And basically, <laughs> it just uh, it, it said, I'm dumb. I don't know what that means. <laughs> help me out, please. <laughs> and they were very kind to be able to help you out through that stuff. So we designed this to be able to go over some of these acronyms, say what they mean, and then sort of define what they are, what those things are. So, so I'm with Abel Baker, Jenny McPherson, and Callie Del Ramos, special guest today from MLSA. And that is our acronym for today, MLSA. What does that stand for, Abel? Um, Major League Soccer Association. That's my guess. That's it. He got it. Ding, ding, oh, ding, ding. Nice. We don't even need Cali. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny? Mighty likables spaghetti applesauce. <laughs> No. no, no. Here's here's the the sound I'm effect that hungry, I put in there. So it's always there you food. Go. That's it. You did it. Mighty likable, saleable applesauce. Well, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Which um, <laughs> totally fits the healthcare motif. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, soccer yes. doesn't either, though. Good. Well, 
Callie, what does MLSA <laughs> stand for? Yeah, so I'm Callie Del Ramos, and I work for MLSA, which is Montana Legal Services Association. So close. I was, I was really close. So close. What is the Montana Legal Services Association? Yeah, so um, Montana Legal Services Association um, is uh, federally funded by the Legal Services Corporation. Uh, I, it's a legal term, um, obviously, by Montana Legal Services Association. But we are attorneys who do civil legal aid. So in a, we do not do criminal work. Um, so, so if somebody got arrested, you could help them. No. Oh. So that's criminal. <laughs> okay, they deal with civil. Yeah. So criminal is anywhere from um, parking tickets to. Uh, homicide and all of that fun stuff. So pretty much if you've got to go to court because you got a ticket, we can't help you with that. Um, but anything else um, is stuff that Montana Legal Services covers. So um, we help people who are 125% or below the poverty line and we provide them with free legal services. So if you are eligible for our services, you do not pay for them. Um, so I kind of like to think of it, we're the legal equivalent of what... Um, CHCs, FQHCs do, which is helping low-income people get access to their human rights, whether those are legal legal services or healthcare. Healthcare, sure. So, can you give me an example of without? It's probably not HIPAA that governs you, huh? <laughs> Since it's not healthcare, but without giving too much detail, can you? Give us some of the civil cases that you have worked on. Yeah. So like our little quip that we like to talk about is um, we help people. You can lose your job, your kids, your housing, and you have no right to an attorney. So in any of those criminal elements, you have a right to an attorney with some qualifications, which I will not go into here because it's not interesting. Sure. But um, you don't have a right to an attorney. So, for example, for family law cases, if you're getting divorced or if you are having a parenting plan and somebody's trying to take your kids away, you don't have a right to an attorney in that. If the state is taking your kids away, you do have a right to an attorney in that. You would get a public defender. Um, housing. So if you're getting evicted from your housing and you don't think that you did anything wrong or your uh, landlord took your security deposit and they shouldn't have, um, or you have unhealthy housing and your landlord won't fix it. So um, you don't have flooring, you don't have heat, you don't have um, running water. All of those things, Montana law guarantees you as a renter um, and we would represent you in court and things like that. Um, we can also help people draft wills, powers of attorney. Oh, we do that quite a bit. Um, and then the other big one um, that we do quite a bit of is public benefits. So if you get your food stamps turned off, we can help you we can represent you in that. Uh, if your doctor says that you should get some medical procedure and Medicaid says that they won't cover it, we can help you appeal that decision. Um, we're having a lot of issues with uh, kids on waiver programs that the state is trying to deny them benefits. Um, so we are doing some work with those cases. Um, so we care, cover kind of a wide swath of, of cases. Uh, this isn't being very well organized. Um, another big one is debt. So we can help people file for bankruptcy and we can help people who are being harassed by their creditors um, deal with that situation. But those are kind of, I would say, the biggest ones that we work on, which is family law, housing law, consumer law, which is debt law, and then public benefits. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, I, I'm seeing why we would have you come. Uh, I'm seeing 
connections with social determinants of health and how a lot of what you can cover and help with um, deal with those social determinants of health. Abel? When uh, the thoughts that come to my mind are when a culture gets used to not having access to something, um, the bottom feeders, like where I grew up and how essentially what it means to survive is have multiple jobs, um, constantly have a side hustle, put your head down and work. Um, for me and our, and my culture that, that in my upbringing that comes because nobody's there to help you except yourself. Um, and I heard an interesting statistic that made me understand why I was raised that way. Um, that it's very hard to get that we don't that the the case to um, lawyer ratio is really weird. Can you give a, the, our listeners some of the statistics or what what it looks like for how many people are there per civil attorney? Yeah, so we did a study back in 2015, so now these are, we're ripe for a new study, but so in 2015, for, if you were below that 125% of poverty, for every 12,000 Montanans, there was one attorney that would represent (laughs) you. 12,000. And if you're above that number, so if you're above 125% of the poverty line, there was one attorney, for for every one attorney, there's 274 Montanans. So, I mean, six times fewer um, people. And then we also, Montana Legal Services also offers a few other resources because it's not really reasonable. If you're making 150, even up to 250% of the poverty line, you probably can't actually afford an attorney. Um, So we also run a modest means program, which helps clients who maybe are above our eligibility, but can't pay a full price, pay a reduced price. So we run a cohort of attorneys who offer their services on kind of a sliding fee schedule for um, people who can pay a little, but can't pay, you know, whatever $200 that a private a firm might be covering. So we have some other services, even if even if it's not a, one of our 18 attorneys who are covering. That's what I was just going to ask next was how many attorneys are in the MLSA. So it's 18. Yeah. So Montana Legal Services has three main offices. We have one office in Helena, one in Billings, and one in Missoula. Um, we also have a couple attorneys that work inside of domestic violence shelters across the state. So we have an attorney in Dillon, Bozeman and in Butte that are, um, they're funded by the legal world is also, you could do a fun acronym thing, but (laughs) they're covered under VAWA, which is the violence against women act. And they fund domestic violence attorneys for victims of, um, victims of domestic violence. So those we have grants to place an attorney within those organizations. So, um, the way that we've decided to organize at Montana Legal Services is so we have quite a few domestic violence attorneys, um, which is our greatest need. Family law is always, it's really, it's not overly complicated, but it can, people can be taken advantage of, especially if there's a power imbalance in that relationship. Also, it's usually dealing with kids, which is really scary and really intense and scary to do by yourself. So that's what we see their greatest need. And that's what we have the most attorneys in. I think we've got six domestic violence attorneys. Um, But for the most part, we're practice groups of one. So we have one housing attorney for the entire state of Montana. We have one debt attorney for the entire state of Montana. We're currently trying to figure out funding to get 
get our public benefits attorney back. Um, but, and then I, uh, so I am, uh, you guys didn't know this, I'm the queen of acronyms because <laughs> I am the MHJP attorney, which is an MLP that is run by MLSA. Whoa. That was three <laughs> in one. One more time. You are the... MHJP attorney, which is an MLP at MLSA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. So can I say something? I... I, I I'm Henri this morning. It's been it's been a crazy morning, and I, I, I w- w- when I hear those statistics, I have to go back. So, if you grew up in Baltic or Mediterranean on the Monopoly board, <laughs> would w- would those statistics not represent an incredible attraction for people who want to make a buck off of people who just generally have no access to the law? I mean, would it not? If I was really wealthy, wouldn't I just look and go? Whoa, there's really good odds that I can totally take advantage of this group and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, I think that that access or denial of access comes at quite a few levels. One is just the actual physical. There aren't attorneys there. But I also think that we disempower people to assert their rights. I think that we do a lot of education around not deserving of help and not um, not making it easy to get help and kind of closing those those doors. So I think that happens on a lot of levels, but certainly wow. just the lack of access is, is a huge one, but it's not the only issue that I see a lot with clients that have a hard time just asking for help because I think that they get told throughout their life that they don't deserve that. And, you know, I was just watching Dracula and... Um, <laughs> If you guys have ever seen that show on Netflix, they compare lawyers to to, to, to drag vamp, yeah. vampires, yeah. and and this is an obvious position here where you are, you are in a world of like changing people's lives significantly, and it's not even remotely in that way, and so there's this huge misunderstanding, and and I just really want to applaud you for the work you're doing, especially in light of those statistics. It's really encouraging and discouraging at the same time. And, th- and that's, that, that's my little piece to it. But I, um, man, I, I, when you said those, I just thought, wow. I listen to a podcast <clears throat> frequently and on Mondays, they usually do a portion called legal docket and they have uh, a lady on there who reviews the cases that are before the Supreme Court. And she says what they're about and then context and then gives sort of an overview of uh, when they're going to, when they're going to do their arguments on that sort of stuff. And it's really enlightening. And one of the things that keeps coming out in that is that law is incredibly complex. It's very hard for the average Joe mm-hmm. to know <laughs> What, what is their right? What isn't their right? And so you being able to step into that space, Callie, along with the 17 other attorneys that MLSA employs is a very beneficial service. And we thank you yeah, for thank coming you. here, for making the time once a month to come here and sit around and, you know, hopefully be able to meet with people. Um, that being said, do you know when you're going to be here next? Ooh, uh, I could. <laughs> you don't have to. No, that's Or okay. maybe what's and, a email or number? Yeah, folks that would could call, probably, Grab your pen and paper, and how, our listeners, if you're access? a listener. 
say that? How do how does one access MLSA? Perfect. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, I'm gonna go into my back into my acronyms a little bit. <laughs> um, so. Uh, why I am here um, is that Bighorn, all of the elements of Bighorn are members of an MLP, which is a medical legal partnership. Um, and the idea being that um, there can be benefits for both sides of, of the medical and the legal by partnering together um, to address mainly the social determinants of health. Like that's where a lot of our um, data and kind of like, I think, overlapping interests um, lie. Um, the name of that medical legal partnership is the Montana Health Justice Partnership. But what that means for you all is that... Um, with pre prepare screening tool, which I don't know, that's another acronym. That, we've done it. Yes. Yeah, we've so done this show. So, <laughs> good. Yes. So um, what Jessica did was overlap the prepare document with a screening tool that we developed as part of the Montana Health Justice Partnership to screen for social determinants of health issues that overlie where with Montana Legal Services priorities, so where we can help people. Um, so in theory. All of the patients at all Bighorn sites should be screened using that term tool. Um, if at the end of that they have a legal issue because they've marked one of those legal questions, then that form with two releases, a HIPAA release, lovely, um, and then a case-related um, authorization gets signed by the patient and that gets faxed into Montana Legal Services. Um, and then we then we take it from that end. So we then call the client and schedule them for advice and doing all of that stuff. So that's traditionally how um, our how your patients are, are benefited from um, Montana Legal Services. And how they access the service as well. Yes. You come in and you get seen and you go through the prepare screening. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So there there are some other direct routes, like um, we have an online, so MTLSA, Montana Legal Services Association .org, mtlsa.org, um, is like a, a general link that anybody um, could could use to get services so then that you can call, you can come in in person, you can do an online intake. But the idea of being part of this partnership is we've streamlined that for your patients to make it easier. So Perfect. they don't have to, there's, we have a dedicated intake person because um, you have to be eligible for our services. So you have to be at that 125% of poverty. Um, we go up to 200%. We can spend you down. Most people have like eligible spend down um, elements. And then, um, um, the other big thing, you, you have to be, uh, not to go into all the details, you have to be a citizen of the United States or have legal status here. So be on, um, you know, be a legal permanent resident or be a victim of crime or domestic violence if you do not have documentation to be in the United States. And then the other one is we are a law firm, so we can't take conflicts of interest. So if we're representing a wife in a divorce, we can't also represent the, the husband, husband in the same sure. divorce. So we do a screening, a short screening on, on our side to make sure that the person is income eligible and that we don't have, they're not a conflict of interest for our law firm. Um, but so we do all the screening and then we schedule them and they either, I talk to them on the phone or um, meet with them in person and schedule it. So kind of as being part of the Montana Health Justice Partnership, the MLP, is you get access to me and your patients get um, a little bit easier time, mainly because of all of the help that you guys do here in the clinic um, to really streamline that process. But um, 
Yeah. Great. Awesome. So that web address was one more time. M T L S A dot O R G. Wonderful. Wonderful. Come into one of our sites. And uh, thanks for joining us for this very enlightening episode of the Association of Amazing and Really Confusing Healthcare Acronyms. Yeah, this was a great one. Thank you so much, Kylie.